they work hard for me, they literally do their best so I can get to my dream. I'm so thankful for them too. Like, wow, it's just, the things they do, it's just unreal. Welcome to episode 216 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. He might not be the biggest player on the field, but pound for pound, Ricky Sanchez might have the biggest impact on every baseball team he's ever been on. The 5'8", 170-pound infielder quickly became a spark plug with Dogs Academy after moving to Alberta from Mexico City in high school. Following his brother Eddie, as well as former dog and current Cincinnati Reds infielder Alejo Lopez. His performance earned him a spot with the Barton College Cougars, where in 2022 he hit a blistering 442 with 9 homers, 90 RBI, and 27 stolen bases in 59 games. Sanchez followed that up by hitting 342 with 2 homers, 39 RBI, and 12 stolen bases in 52 games for the WCBL's Okotoks Dogs, helping them win a championship while he was named the league's MVP. What has he meant to the Dogs program over the years? GM Tyler Hollick told me that while Ricky might be recognized for his on-field play, he is more importantly an amazing human being. He says the transition from Mexico to Okotoks was massive, but Sanchez quickly became a leader within the group and has made a tremendous impact ever since, adding he is, quote, a true dog. To read more from Hollick and what others around the dogs have said, we've also written a brand new story on the young infielder's journey, which you can read by heading to albertadugoutstories.com. Now, we caught up with Sanchez just before the college season got rolling a couple of weeks back to talk about what he plans to do for an encore in 2023, as well as committing to Lamar University to continue his post-secondary career and the importance of family. Ricky, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Uh, Thank you guys for having me again. Let's start off here. Ricky Sanchez, 2022 Western Canadian Baseball League Most Valuable Player. How does that sound? Well, you said it all, right? Sounds pretty good. Sounds pretty good, but we're not happy with that. We want more. When you were first told that you were given the award, what was your reaction? Uh, well, it was, uh, I was pretty happy, you know. Um, it was a pre- like Overall, it was a pretty good year. From my Duco, my Duco College Baseball, and then my summer, summer league was pretty good, too. Like It was a pretty good year all around, and then we're looking forward to have a, like, a better year. When it comes to that team, that 2022 Okotoks Dogs team specifically, what was it that made that team click the way it did? And beyond that, why was it that you were able to perform as well as you did? Well, I think it was just a group of guys, you know? Like, we had a pretty cool uh, group of guys. All of us got pretty close by the end of the summer. And then we just became a family, right? And then we all perform perform better when we play as a family, you know? I know we talked right after you won the championship and it was quite the craziness that ensued, but being able to look back on it now with 2020 hindsight, what did it mean to you to bring that one home and, and win a championship in Oktoks? Well, it's obviously pretty special, you know, since high school, obviously playing there since high school. And then, you know, just like we want to do it next year too. What no one knows is trying to wrestle you away for that interview post game. It was something else. You had family and friends there. I mean, you're trying to celebrate with your teammates as well. How cool was it to be able to win it all with the family in the stands, with the the stands being crowded, with all those people? How special was that moment for you? Well, you know, it's always nice to win it at home. It's better than winning on the road. And having all my high high school friends there, my whole family. 
uh, it was just something special that day. You quickly became a fan favorite in Okotoks as well. I mean, your breast cancer jersey, for example, back in August raised over eight grand. <laughs> they love you there. What makes Okotoks so special for you? Well, because of that, I got to give credit to my brother. You know, he was there before. <laughs> they love him too. But obviously, it's a pretty cool moment seeing that jersey sell like, for, for, for that much. It's just pretty, pretty special. You mentioned your brother, also a dog as well. How cool has it been to be able to share that connection with him as well? Oh, you know, he, I hope he wasn't pissed, but <laughs> uh, it's, it's obviously, you know, cool. It's cool. They love him too. They, I think they love me too. And then that's what we do, right? That's what the Sanchez brothers do. Did you feel any pressure at all to perform up to his standards during the course of your your career, whether it be at Dogs Academy or with the college dogs? Uh, yeah, I did. Um, as you know, as well, the coaches, my high school coaches, told me that too. Since I was there, they they really had big like ex- expectations for me because of my brother too. So when my brother told me that too, I was like, I was like, literally, like, I have to play with a little bit of pressure, you know. <laughs> so. You gotta be able to handle it, and then gotta be able to perform, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously, you did not just in Okotoks, but obviously at Barton as well. You set the mark for RBI in a season. You were just a force for them. What was key to all of your success all year round in 2022? It's just um, I was always like you know, I'm. I was always used to play all the time, and then reality hit me. I went to a pretty good junior college, Southern. They're ranked all the time. They go to the World Series quite a, quite a few times. And then I go, I, I went there, and then I didn't play a single game. Mm. And then after that, it was just hard work every day. And then hard work, and then it paid off. When you look back on this last year, how are you going to remember 2022? Oh, it's obviously going to be a pretty pretty cool year. Pretty. That's going to be, a, that's going to be one for the books. So what do you do for an encore then? Uh, well, first couple games here, uh, didn't perform pretty good, but you know what, it's just, it is what it is, and then I just gotta be myself, mm-hmm. just gotta be me, don't try to do too much, and then that's, that's what I said, just be you, right, that's all, that's all you gotta do. For sure. I want to dive into your past here a little bit. You grew up in Mexico City. How did you get into baseball in the first place? Was there a specific person that got you into the game, or was it just something that you fell in love with right away? Uh, since I was in Mexico, you know, I was I loved baseball. Baseball, baseball was always my, my number one. Pretty good player in Mexico, too. But uh, after I moved to Canada, it just made me re- realize how much I love the game. And I want to go far in this game. Mm-hmm. I don't just don't want. I want to. I want to follow my dream. You know, that's what I moved. Did you have a favorite player or team when you were growing up? Yeah, well, I gotta go with the New York Yankees and then Altuve. Altuve is just like you know, he's he's like me. We're not the tallest, but we play we play the game right. We play the game hard, and we don't care who is on the mound. If it's a six foot guy or even taller, after I was maybe ninety ninety five. Don't matter to me. Like my mentality is just like when I'm when I'm there, I'm just gonna be better than that guy. And 2022, it was a pretty good year, and that was my mentality the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like I, I wasn't afraid who I was facing, if they were taller, if they were stronger. It was just me. I was just being me. When you talk about the Yankees, what was it about them that made you want to cheer them on? 
Ah, oh, just Derek, like Derek Eater, Alex, uh, Alex Rodriguez, Mark Teixeira, Robinson Cano, pretty big names, you know. And then I love the leadership uh, Derek Eater had on that team. Did you play any other sports when you were growing up, or was it all baseball all the time for you? Well, I played soccer too a little bit, but it was just more like a hobby, you know, like just for fun. Do you remember the age when you went, yep, baseball's my game. This is the one that I want to chase for a career and that kind of thing. Were you pretty young or did it take you a little while to get to that point? Uh, well, since I started playing baseball since I was like three years old, maybe. Oh, wow. So, and then uh, I think I want to say when I was like maybe 11, 12, 13, when I, re- when I realized I was going to move to Canada. And then that's when I was like, yeah, I want to do that. So what was it about Canada? What made you think, you know what, maybe I can chase this thing heading up to Okotoks? Um, I don't know. I think it just, when I moved there, it just felt like home. Talk us through that opportunity. Like, how did it all come to be where you even connected with them? Was it something you were looking them up on the internet or did they approach you? Walk us through how that all came to be. Well, I think it was when my brother was like 15, 16. Uh, the Alcatox Dogs, they did a showcase in Mexico. And then uh, my brother was doing it. I couldn't do it because I was still pretty young. And then they like him, they like Eddie, and then they like Alejo too. And then after Eddie was there, after he was done, my parents were like, what about you? Like, what do you want to do? And I was like, well... I said right now I just want to do I just want to follow my brother too and then it was it was pretty much it was pretty much my brother that's every time they ask me like oh like you're the fan favorite I'm like I gotta give credit to my brother <laughs> like he literally, literally he did everything how cool you mentioned Alejo and I'm, I'm curious how cool has it been watching him uh move up the ranks as well and, and get uh, to the show oh it's obviously a pretty pretty cool moment you know uh, I used to train with Alejo. I used to train with my brother, and then pretty cool, pretty cool, pretty special moment when he when he was there. And then, I mean, he's doing pretty good right now, mm-hmm. so he's gonna be there for a while. Do you still stay in contact with him at all? Uh yeah, sometimes I do. Have you been able to twist his ear at all, and maybe ask a few questions about you know what you got to do to get to the next level and and that kind of thing? Uh. It's just not like that. I, it's just for like, just like check in sometimes. I'd be like, how are you? How's things? But like, I think I got to start asking him some questions too. Mm-hmm. When you look back on it from a, a dog's academy perspective, firstly, and then even obviously from a, a dog's perspective with the college team, what has that program meant to you and your development, not just as a ball player, but also as a human being? Well, uh, well obviously that program has pretty pretty special uh place in my heart the coaches the players um it's just it's just like a family that's what makes the program so good we just brothers and then the coaches too it's like we're family just pretty pretty cool experience for sure and obviously we mentioned barton as well um what has that program meant to you in terms of being able to to move that needle and get to the next level well, when I got when I got here last year, the guys welcomed me pretty good. And then by the end of the year, as I said, like uh, all of all all of us were pretty close. And then we did some special things as a team. And then 
our little was one of well, probably one of the greatest teammates I ever played for, Alex Rogers. He's at uh, SFA right now, and then it was pretty much him. A lot of a lot of my things, like a lot of the records I, br- I broke last year, it's because of him. He got on base pretty much every single time, mm-hmm. and then he stole first, he stole second, and then I just scored him. Very cool. Uh, you're heading to Lamar University in Beaumont, Texas soon. Announced that at the end of October. What excites you most about that opportunity? Well, closer to home, right? Mm-hmm. Hopefully, my parents yeah they get to come watch a little bit. Man, oh, I'm I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a cool experience too. Anything specific about that program that stands out to you that makes you go, I can't wait to get there. Uh I went to, I went to Lamar uh, a couple couple months ago, and then it just looks like a great place and looks like a great fit for me. Coaches were they were pretty nice. Um, players they were pretty nice too, and then I think we we could do some pretty cool things too. Mm-hmm. Looking back on your your career over the course of the last you know twenty plus years here, any favorite moments on the field? Whether it be maybe it's off the field, uh, bus trips, whatever the case may be, like your your highlight of your your life so far. Uh, it's just probably like I want to say it's off the field. Like obviously, like winning is pretty cool, but like the friendships I have made from that that program, it's they're going to be friendships like that last forever. Conversely, what's been the hardest part of your journey in baseball so far? Uh, well, obviously being away from family, uh, being away from like parents, you know, like I just, I just go home during Christmas and then just being away the whole time. I bet. I, I was going to ask about that is how challenging is that, you know, it's one thing to, to move away from home and you probably see it at Dogs Academy. There's a guy, kids from Saskatchewan or Manitoba or across the country. You're moving, not just, you're basically a continent away. Like you're, you skipped over the U.S. and went from, from Mexico to Canada. How challenging was that to, and were you, were you nervous about it at all having to move that far away from home? Oh, it, it was pretty scary at the beginning. Like, even, like, speaking, like, I couldn't communicate. I didn't know a lack of English. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, just leaving my family, um, it was just it was just pretty challenging. And then, it's challenging, but if you, like, if you like the sport and if you're, like, if you are, like, able to do the work, then you're going to get used to it. And then, it might suck, but it is what it is. And then, you're just trying to follow your dream. Who did you lean on in those early days to whether it be the language barrier or whether it just be the cultural change, that kind of thing? Who who really helped you navigate those early days and, and make you feel at home? Well, honestly, well, probably, you know, this guy, uh, my best friend, uh, Fernando Fuentes, he's, he's coaching now. Mm-hmm. He moved with me. That was pretty special, too. Like, I had him here, like, there. We did everything together. Like we did everything. Very cool. Talk a little bit about the the coaching staff at Oak Tokes and and being able to help with that transition as well because it, it can't be on your side. It's it's difficult trying to learn it on their side. They're they're trying to teach you things and you're not necessarily uh, understanding it. For example, talk about how important they were in being able to to bridge that gap. Well, obviously they were very helpful since I got there. Uh, Tyler Holick, first day. I was there. He took me to school. Like he, he wanted me to make it. You're welcome. He, he wanted me to feel like I was home. He took me to school. 
Coach Duda, Coach Eve, Coach Lou, Coach Stella, like every single one of them. Like they, like I love them all. Like I, I don't know. They helped me so much. Not even like not even for baseball, you know. Like they do a good, like they did a good job, and then they made me feel like I was home. Mm, for sure. Let's say you get back to Okotoks uh, soon, and you have a few kids stop you, maybe looking for some advice on how they want to follow in your footsteps. For example, what kind of advice would you give to them when it comes to taking the game to the next level? Um, I'm gonna tell the advice that my parents give me. It's uh, Work hard, work hard every day. There's going to be tough days, but never give up. Never give up. I was going to ask about your parents as well here. How Talk about their influence in your life and, and being willing to see not just you, but also your brother and say, okay, go have fun in Canada kind of thing. Like how, how much credit do you give them and what do you think of them in terms of pushing you to get to the next level? Ah, uh, damn, <laughs> That's a hard question, but I mean, yeah, like I give credit to my brother, but like, obviously all the work that my parents do for me to have been like, at least this experience, it's, it's unbelievable. Like they work hard for me. They literally do their best so I can get to my dream. I'm so thankful for them too. Like, uh, it's just the things they do. It's just unreal. I can only imagine uh, just see and seeing the look on your face during the the championship there said everything I needed to know. And that's why I wanted to ask that question. So uh, one final question for you here. It's the one that we ask everybody here on the podcast. What does the game of baseball mean to you? Uh, well, the game of baseball to me means my entire life. You know, I've been playing ball since three when I was three, but uh, just like all the all the like the sacrifices I I do all 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 for the love of, of baseball, you know. Like all, I just love the game, and the game is my life. Ricky, congratulations again on being named the WCBL's 2022 Most Valuable Player. Congrats on all the success and accolades to this point. Continued success going forward. We look forward to catching up with you again soon. Thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast. Thank you very much for having me, and then I'll see you in the summer. Thanks again to Ricky Sanchez for joining us this week, and thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. If you like this or any other episode, make sure to leave us a rating and review as those actions help spread the word about ADS. We'd also like to thank our Platinum supporters for all they do for us and for baseball in Alberta. We are so incredibly grateful for the generosity of the Okotoks Dogs and AHP Academy as their sponsorships help us cover costs like web hosting fees and new swag. To get involved as a sponsor, head to albertadugoutstories.com slash supporters. Until next time, thanks for all of your support online, on social, and on air of Alberta Dugout Stories.